Hello and welcome to the Lisper Podcast. Once again, I am your host Tyrone and today's episode is called If Looks Don't Matter. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking I'm talking about looks like whether you're cute or whether you're ugly and all that, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about stats versus the eye test when you're talking about the greatest players in sports um, history. And um, I'm just going to go with the sports that I know. I'm going to go with the NBA and the NFL. I know about hockey. I know about baseball, but I ain't really going to get into those sports because I can really make my point with the NBA because I know more about it. I can make my point with the NFL because I know more about it. So those are the two that I'm going to make my point when I say that stats versus the eye test. And for me, I go by the eye test. Whereas a lot of people try to use stats to prove something. And I'm telling you right now, for me, stats don't prove nothing. Stats do not actually prove shit. So I'm going to spend the hearse. I'm going to spend the hearse. <laughs> I'm going to spend the first half of this podcast just telling you about stats and, and bringing out why stats don't matter. And then I'm going to spend the second half and I'm going to compare the stats to the actual eye test that how I do things. And then I'll show you the difference. And then maybe you'll start to rethink maybe who your goat is. Michael Jordan might not stay your goat, but based on my theory, Michael Jordan will, will stay your goat. You know, this is about you people who are all with that LeBron love. This is about you people, you people that's all with that LeBron love. You people that try to prove to me time and time again that LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. This is for y'all. This is for y'all folks. This is for the same folks that argue with me about um about Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady's the GOAT. Okay, Tom Brady's the GOAT. And Tom Brady GOAT stat is not mostly, it, it's not really about stats, but Tom Brady being the GOAT also proves my theory. Tom Brady being the GOAT kind of kind of helps me too. So I'm going to get into all that right now. Stats are not the end-all, be-all when you're talking about being the GOAT, the greatest of all time. And I'm going to start by saying that basketball. I'm, I'm, no, I'm going to start by saying this. Stats can always, always in any sport, basketball, football, hockey, I don't care what you do. Any sport you play, stats can always, always, always be tainted. Stats can always be tainted, and that's the main reason why stats can't fucking up your GOAT status. Because I can stain it, I can taint a stat all that I want. I can taint a stat all that I want. And stats are stained because there's so much, there's so much variables in how stats are tainted that you can't fucking say that stats are the end all be all. So when you run stats down, when somebody tries to run stats down to me about why this player is better than that player, it's like, okay, dude. Whatever. Whatever. Let them play one-on-one. Let me find out. You know what I mean? Because stats can be tainted. Here's how stats can be tainted. First of all, career stats are just that. They're called fucking career stats. That means your stats over your career. Which means that if I play 10 years in the NBA... And that's all the time I play in the NBA because of injuries or maybe I just wanted to retire or whatever reason, whatever reason that I only played 10 years in the NBA and you played 20 years in the NBA, your stats could be the same as mine or more. And then people say, okay, but longevity has something to do with it. Longevity has something to do with it because I played 20 years and you only played 10. This player played 20 years. This player only played 10. So he wasn't healthy. He retired. Longevity got something to do with it. He played for longer. Okay. He played for longer. Cool. But let's just say during those 10 years that I was a 30-point-per-game average player. 30 points per game. That's what's my average. I average 30 points per game. Now, a person that averaged 30 points per game over their career in the NBA is an all-star. You can't tell me nobody that averaged 30 points per game for their career and they wasn't an all-star. They wasn't some kind of superstar. They wasn't in the upper echelon of the NBA, right? And then a guy that averaged 17 points per game over his career, 17 points per game over his career, and played for 20 years, it's going to have more points than me, than, than the 30-point-per-game guy. He is. He's going to have more points than him. He's going to have more stats than him. He is. Because uh, if I score 30 points per game and you score for if I score 30 points per game for 10 years and you score 15 points per game 
for double that time, then 15, then we're even. Right? Because 15 is half of 30, but you played double the time I played, so that's even, right? So if you score 17 points per game throughout your career for 20 years and I only play for 10, your numbers are higher than mine. You got more points than me for career points. That's just facts, right? That's just simple math, ain't it? Ain't that simple math? But you're going to tell me that a person in the NBA that averaged 17 points per game per career, which is cool, which is decent. That might be somebody come off the bench. You might be winning some six-man of the year awards, but you ain't going to no all-star games averaging no 17 points per game, are you? No. So as far as GOAT status is concerned, as far as being a good player is concerned, as far as who's better is concerned, I'm way, 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 way fucking better than you. I'm way fucking better than you because I'm considered one of the best. I'm considered one of the best. I, I probably won an MVP during one of those seasons or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm considered one of the best, and you're considered maybe a starter on a bad team. But on a team with, with decent players, you might not even start. If you're a, point, if you're a shooting guard averaging 17 points per game, you're not starting. You're not going to be starting on any team. Ain't no starting shooting guard going to be averaging no 17 points per game and be able to play for no 20 years. That's fucking out. That's fucking out. They're going to replace you. If you're a starting center and you're averaging 17 points per game, in this league, you might get away with it because the, the big man ain't the big man no more. But back in the old NBA, a starting center can't average no 17 points per game. You're not good enough, bro. You're out. We're looking for a big man. We need some points. Okay? So, yeah. That's a, that's a proven stat right there that proves that stats don't matter because they're tainted because if they're based on longevity, they're tainted. Nobody's going to pick a guy that averaged 17 points per game for his career over a guy that averaged 30, even if his career was cut short, even if he didn't have the longevity, even if he got injured. None of that won't matter when they break those stats down because there's no way people are going to tell me that that 17-point-per-game guy is better than a 30-point-per-game guy. Okay, so that's how the stats get tainted longevity. Okay, LeBron James. Okay, I'm gonna go back to LeBron because I don't like LeBron. I'm a Lakers fan, so I kind of got a cheer for LeBron there, but we know I don't like LeBron. And if you don't know why I don't like LeBron, go back and go back to my LeBron James podcast episode. It's there, and you'll see that I have a sports hate for LeBron. It's not a real hate. I think LeBron is a good human being. He does a lot for his community. He he seems like a good dad. He seems like a nice enough guy. But in sports, I hate him, and it's a sports hate, and y'all know what that means. Don't front. All you sports people know what that means. Don't front. You hated Jordan back in the day. If you wasn't a Bulls fan, you hated Michael Jordan back in the day. You like him now. If you wasn't a Lakers fan, you hated Magic and Kareem and Worthy. You hated Showtime. If you wasn't a Pistons, if you wasn't a the Pistons fan, you really hated them motherfuckers. Okay, everybody hated them bad boy Pistons, and everybody hated them fucking Boston Celtics too. You hate the Boston Celtics. If you as a Lakers fan, you hate Larry Bird. Well, you hated him. You don't hate him now because it's a sports hate. You don't care about Larry Bird now. But you hated his ass. You hated Isaiah Thomas. You hated Joe Dumas. Oh, you especially hated Dennis Rodman. You hated Dennis Rodman with a passion. You would have shot him. That's how much you hated Dennis Rodman. You would have shot Dennis Rodman if you would have met him. That's how much you hated his ass. Sports hate, though. Sports killing. Not real killing. But you know what I'm saying. But anyway, so I'm just going back to using LeBron, for example. LeBron is third in scoring in NBA history behind Carmelo. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And by the time LeBron finishes his career, he's going to pass both of them. Okay? But let's just go to Carmelo. Carmelo is second of all time in NBA scoring. Second place of all time in NBA scoring is Carmelo. Carmelo ain't won no championship. Never. Carmelo's never won an NBA championship. Okay? Carl Malone is not even considered, even even talked about when we talk about the GOAT of basketball. When we talk about the GOAT of basketball, we bring up people like Michael Air Jordan, people like LeBron James, people like maybe Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's it. That's it. It's only Kareem. The GOAT discussion in basketball is only Kareem, LeBron, or Michael Jordan. That's it. And LeBron has more points than Michael Jordan. Way more points than Michael Jordan, okay? Carl Malone has more points than Michael Jordan. Carl Malone right now still has more points than LeBron. We ain't saying Carl Malone is the GOAT. We're not about to say Carl Malone is better than LeBron James. 
We're not about to say that. We're not going to say that at all. And here's the thing. Carl Malone is not even the GOAT at his position. That's the funniest fucked up part about it. It's Carl Malone's not even the GOAT at his position. Now, what posi- who's the GOAT at his position? Because we don't know what... Uh, who's the GOAT at his position? Because from what I hear, from what I've heard, from all that I've heard in life and what I went through, um, Tim Duncan is the best power forward in, in, in um, NBA history, as far as, as far as I know. And I don't like Tim Duncan. My eye test tells me that Kevin Garnett is better than Tim Duncan. My eye test tells me that maybe I would, I, I like Dirk a little more, more better than Tim Duncan. I like Dirk better than Tim Duncan, but we know Dirk didn't have the fundamentals that Tim had, so no. Dirk didn't have the defense that Tim had, so no. No, Dirk's not better than Tim Duncan, but I like Dirk better. But I'm just saying, Tim Duncan is considered to be the best power forward in NBA history over Carl Malone. But Carl Malone got all the points. What about the stats? What about the stats? Because the stats are tainted. The stats don't matter as much. Stats do matter a little bit because you can't. You can't. You're not going to be. You know what? They don't. They don't matter. They don't matter. Stats don't matter. Be, I just proved it. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has um the most points in NBA history, but he's not mentioned as a GOAT because of the most points in NBA history. He's mentioned as a GOAT because he's won championships. He's mentioned as a GOAT because he had the moves. He had to think. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was the shit. He was the shit. So the point thing, it ain't just about the points. It ain't just about the stats. You see what I'm saying? Michael Jordan is the GOAT of the NBA, and it's, and it's not disputed by a lot of people. Some people put LeBron James up, but most people will pick Michael Jordan. And LeBron clearly has more stats than Michael Jordan. People won't even, listen, I'm a Lakers fan, and I always say that Kobe deserves to be a part of this discussion because if you say Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player you've ever seen, and I watch Kobe Bryant, and Kobe Bryant is the closest thing to Michael Jordan that I've ever seen play, right? But when I bring up Kobe Bryant, people flag me. Kobe Bryant's not even mentioned. Kobe Bryant is not even mentioned when it comes to GOAT. They don't even mention Kobe Bryant. They don't even bring him up. Kobe Bryant can never be the GOAT of anything. He can't be the GOAT of the NBA because Michael Jordan's there. He can't even be the GOAT of his own position because Michael Jordan played his position. So Kobe Bryant is always the second best shooting guard in NBA history. Kobe Bryant is always in the top 10 of GOAT status. But he'll never be number one. They don't even mention him. You don't even think of Kobe as number one. Kobe got more points than Michael Jordan. Kobe's fourth on the list of points. Behind uh behind LeBron. You know, and then he's gonna be fourth behind Carl Malone, and he might end up dropping down that list because we got guys like Steph Curry that might pass him. We got guy uh, Kevin Durant's definitely making his rise up that list. Kevin Durant, when he's all said and done, he may be up uh he may can probably get up to uh fourth. He might pass LeBron. We don't know. Kevin Durant might pass LeBron. Steph Curry, if he keeps playing at this current rate, he might pass LeBron. We don't know where these guys are going to end up as far as their stats are concerned for their career and their points and stuff. Are we going to anoint them as the GOAT? Is Kevin Durant going to surpass LeBron James in the in the GOAT conversation? Is he? Because I don't think so. I really don't think so. I doubt that. I doubt that. I'm not putting Kevin Durant's soft ass up there past no LeBron. I'm not putting Kevin Durant up there past Kobe in the girl's staff. He ain't past Kareem neither. And he definitely ain't going to catch Michael Jordan. Kevin Durant? No. Kawhi Leonard? Kawhi Leonard's going to have some stats. He's going to be up there in the charts with the stats. And by the time he retires, he's going to be up there in the charts. Giannis? Giannis is young. As long as Giannis don't get injured, Giannis going to put up them numbers too. Them stats is going to go. Uh, Carl Malone's going to drop down. Kobe's going to drop down. Michael Jordan's going to drop down. Maybe they won't catch LeBron, but maybe one of them young boys. Giannis might catch LeBron. You know, one of these young boys that are coming up now and play for 20 years might catch LeBron if they keep health, they stay healthy. Is they going to be um, considered greatest of all time? I don't think so. I don't see it right now. I can't tell. I can't tell that they're going to be greatest of all time. I can't tell. You know what I mean, I don't see it. So, therefore, the stats, I don't... What? What? What do you want to tell me? Okay, here's another thing. Okay, so you got... Uh, who you got? Russell Westbrook. 
Russell Westbrook is living proof that stats don't matter. Living proof that stats can be tainted, whatever. Living proof that stats are not the end-all, be-all. You know why? Because Russell Westbrook has never, as far as I'm concerned, been the best player in the NBA. Never been the best player in the NBA. But what did he do? Russell Westbrook, for three straight seasons, I think it was two, at least two, at least two straight seasons averaged a triple-double for the season. A triple-double for the season for at least two. I'm thinking it's three straight seasons, but at least two. He averaged a triple-double for the season, and they gave him the league MVP. Russell Westbrook won a league MVP because he averaged triple-double for the season. What did that mean? Didn't mean shit. It didn't mean shit. Nobody picked his team to win the championship. Nobody thought he was gonna that that they were gonna do that good. Nobody said he was better than LeBron James. Nobody said he was better than Kevin Durant. Nobody said he was better than he wasn't even better than James Harden. Nobody put uh, Russell Westbrook up there as the best player in the NBA. He might have been fourth or fifth. Yeah, they gave him MVP, but MVP don't mean best player in the league. MVP means the most valuable player for that season. And he was the most valuable player for that season because he was putting up numbers that nobody else didn't put up. Averaging a triple-double for the year. That's amazing. That was amazing when he did it the first time. The first time he did it, that was amazing. He got him an MVP. That's all he got him. It ain't move him up on the GOAT status. It ain't even get him close. It didn't even make him the best player in the NBA that year. People would have still probably put Kevin Durant, probably uh, LeBron James, probably even Steph Curry. They probably would have even put Steph Curry ahead of him that year. Maybe even James Harden ahead of him. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you got these stats, bro. But what else do you got? What else can you give me? Okay. What about Dominique Wilkins? Dominique Wilkins got a lot of stats. Okay. A lot of stats. But when you put a good player on a bad team, they're going to run the stats up. Look at what Kobe Bryant. Look at what Kobe Bryant was doing. Let's just go back to Kobe Bryant. Look at what Kobe Bryant was doing after Shaq left the Lakers. Kobe Bryant, after Shaq left the Lakers, was scoring his ass off. He was getting all the points. But you know why Kobe Bryant was getting all the points when Shaq left the Lakers? You want to know why Kobe Bryant was getting all the points when Shaq left the Lakers? Because of Kwame Brown. Cause of Kwame Brown, cause of Smush Parker, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sasha Vujicic, you know what I mean? Kobe had to play with some guys. Shannon Brown was his man. Shannon Brown was alright, but Kobe had to play. Kobe had to play with some guys that wasn't gonna put no points up. If the Lakers wanted to win some games, Kobe had to do everything he could do to to win games. So he had to put the points up. So even though as much as I love Kobe and as much as I'm a Kobe fan, my daughter's name is Kobe, I had to fall back on Kobe's stats because some of them stats is tainted. Because for a lot of years, Kobe was the only offensive option on these Laker teams. And when you're the only offensive option on a team and you want to win a game, you got to drop 35. You got to drop 45 some nights. You got to drop 50. Remember that March? That one March he had like Five 50-point games in the one month or something like that just to try to get his, to try to will his team to some kind of semblance of a good team, some kind of playoff. He had that run in that March. That one March, he had that run 40, 40, 50, 50. Like he was dry, just, just like <laughs> trying to pull, trying to score 1,000 points in a month or something crazy like that. Just, But that's tainted. It wasn't because Kobe's so great. Kobe was great, but it wasn't because them points wasn't because he was so great. Them points was because that's what he had to do in order to score. If his team was better, he wouldn't have had all those points. Tainted points, tainted stats. Remember Kobe dropped that 81? Come on, man. Kobe could have had 100 that night. Kobe could have had 100 points that night if he wanted to. He got out the game early. He could have scored 100 that night. Why? Because he could have. He didn't, so stats are tainted. If Cole, and, and, and when you got great players like Michael Jordan, you got great players like Michael Jordan, you got great players like Kobe Bryant, you got great, great players like LeBron James, you got great players like Kevin Durant. These kind of players can do whatever they want on the court at any night. That's why I say stats are tainted. If LeBron James wanted to score, if LeBron James went into a game and said, hey, I want to score 50 points tonight. Let's just say this. Let's just say if somebody bet LeBron a million dollars, his next game that he wasn't going to score 50 points. I guarantee you LeBron will score 50 points because he can. 
Okay? And everybody wanted to call Michael Jordan a gun. Everybody wanted to call Kobe Bryant a gun. But these, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, and, and guys like that with that basketball IQ were guys that know the game of basketball, know the IQ. Guys with basketball IQs like that can do whatever the fuck they want on the court. To be honest, they can do whatever the fuck they want on the court when they're focused on that. If you told Kobe Bryant, hey, Kobe, I bet you a million dollars that you can't get 20 assists in a game, I guarantee you Kobe can get 20 assists in a game. Because he's going to go into the game and he's going to be focused on assists and he's going to make sure he gets those 20 assists. Because you can do that. When you are as good as Michael Jordan, as good as Kobe Bryant, as good as LeBron James, as good as Kevin Durant, like that, you can do whatever you want. You can find ways to do whatever you want. So if you need 10 rebounds, you can get 10 rebounds. If you need 20 assists, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, guys like that, they can get 20 assists. Now, they might not score. Kobe might say, hey, in order to get these 20 assists, I can't take 20 shots. And he might not score, but he can get 20 assists. So that's just a small example of how basketball stats can be tainted. I'm going to get into more about that when I go into my uh, my eye test. But now I'm going to go into football. Football stats are tainted to, you know, yards, touchdowns, all that. Peyton Man is up there in touchdowns. Tom Brady is up there in touchdowns. Drew Brees is up there in touchdowns. They're all up there in touchdowns, right? But um, it's the same thing. If I play for 20 years and I average two touchdowns a game, I'm going to be up there in touchdowns. If I play for 10 years and I average four touchdowns a game, I'm going to be up there in touchdowns. The guy with the two touchdowns a game is going to... Uh, have have the same amount of touchdowns as me, but he might not be good as me. I threw four touchdowns a game for my career. There's no way that guy that threw two is is, is good is better than me. But the guy that threw two is pretty good. Two touchdowns a game for your career, that's pretty good. But four? Four is fucking GOAT status. That's the GOAT. You be the GOAT. You reach the GOAT plateau. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I mean. It's like longevity as to it. And and what you're doing as to it and the kind of team you're on as to it too. If you got a team with a good defense and you're a quarterback, I'm just going to go by quarterbacks because they're the most offensive player in the league. They're the most players that talked about. So I'm going to just go with quarterback stats or running back stats. You can go with running back stats too. If you got a team that's focused on the run game, got a good offensive line focused on the run, then that running back's going to have good numbers. Okay. Emmitt Smith was not a better running back than Jim Brown. He was not a better running back than than um Barry Sanders. He was not a better running back than um he was not a better running back than Walter Payton either. Emmitt Smith benefited from the fact that the Cowboys had a very good offensive line throughout the years. And Emmitt Smith benefited from the fact that he was able to play longer than most of those guys. So his stats are higher than them. So so a lot of things he does is higher than them. He's got more stats than them. And people do consider Emmitt Emmitt Smith up there at the GOAT stats on running backs. But as far as I'm concerned, he's not better than Barry. As far as I'm concerned, it goes Barry Sanders, Walter Payton, Jim Brown, Emmitt's fourth. Emmitt's fourth. And I never watched Jim Brown play, but from video, I've never seen him live. But from videos of Jim Brown, I was like, what the fuck is, yo, yeah. Emmett did not have any of those moves. Emmett did not have the moves Walter Payton had. Emmett did not have the moves Barry Sanders had. Emmett did not have the determination and in in just the just the sheer skills of Jim Brown. I give it to Eric Dickinson too. Watching Eric Dickinson stride. You ever seen Eric Dickinson run? He looks like a fucking like a gazelle or like a one of those long legged fucking animals that can get the that can get out on your ass. You know, Eric Dickinson looked like one of them. Emmett doesn't never look that good to me, but he's got the stats. Okay, longevity gives you stats. You know, Tom Brady's got a lot of touchdowns, a lot of numbers, but Tom Brady's played for, Tom Brady is in his 40s now. All of those years, you're going to have stats, but let's let's talk about stats in football. Let's talk about it. Because we can talk about it, because we can talk about Dan Marino. He's got a lot of stats. Nobody, and people say he's, and he's on the GOAT list, you know, but it, he ain't number one. He ain't number one, he's got a lot of stats, but he ain't number one. Let's talk about Drew Brees. Drew Brees has got a lot of stats. Drew Brees is like number one on the list. I mean, I think Tom Brady might have passed it. I know Drew Brees and Tom Brady are neck and neck for all of the top stats a quarterback can have in NFL history. Nobody's ever going to call Drew Brees the GOAT. Nobody's going to call Drew Brees the GOAT. Yeah, we put him on the GOAT list. Drew Brees made me top 10. Nobody's going to call him the GOAT. 
You got people like John Elway ahead of Drew Brees it's on, on most people's GOAT list. You know what I'm saying? Peyton Manning's up there. Peyton Manning's up there with the stats. Peyton Manning had all the records before Drew Brees broke them, but Drew Brees broke them through longevity. Drew Brees ain't breaking them because we saying, oh, Drew Brees is better than Peyton Manning. Drew Brees broke Peyton Manning's stats and, and all that because of longevity. We can argue if he's better or not, but Peyton Manning's still in the argument even though Drew Brees is, has got the stats over him. He's still in the argument. Peyton Manning's got a lot of stats. They're not giving him gold status. They don't even mention him that much. They don't even mention him that much. It's all, you know, I guess because he's out, he's retired, he's not in limelight no more. He, he, they don't even mention Peyton Manning too much. Nobody, nobody brings him up that often. But Peyton Manning's up there in the goat stats on the goat list. But the stats is not enough. The stats are just not enough. So when people start talking about who's the greatest player of all time, and they keep going on stats, and this guy has this many touchdowns, this guy has this many, that it don't really matter. Look at look at uh Matthew Stafford. Look at Matthew Stafford. Look at um the Phillip Rivers. You know, there are guys like that in the league that put numbers up every year. Phillip Rivers puts up stats every year. Matthew Stafford puts up stats every year. You got guys like that that just are stat machines. No, uh, what does that mean? What does that mean for Phillip Rivers? We call him a good quarterback. Phillip Rivers going to the Hall of Fame. That's it. Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb right now was arguing about how his numbers are good enough to put him in the Hall of Fame. Yup, Donovan, you're right. Donovan's numbers are good enough to put him in the Hall of Fame. But if anybody calls Donovan McNabb the GOAT of anything, I will beat they fucking ass. If anybody ever tells me that Donovan McNabb is the GOAT of anything, I will beat them the fuck up. Because no way, because you just retarded. Something's wrong with you. You, you That's fucked up. But he's got some stats. He's got enough stats to put him in the Hall of Fame. But Donovan McNabb ain't making nobody GOAT-less. What? No. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. To the no, no, no. Because fuck no. You see what I'm saying? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers ain't going to make nobody goat list. Philip Rivers going to the Hall of Fame. He ain't making nobody goat list. Look, 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 look. Listen. Eli Manning. Based on the stats. <laughs> Eli Manning, based on his stats, is going to go to the Hall of Fame probably. He won two Super Bowls, and his stats are, I guess his numbers are borderline enough. Eli Manning is going to be in the Hall of Fame. Are you putting Eli Manning on anybody's goal list? Eli Manning is not even, listen, Eli Manning has enough stats to be considered one of the great quarterbacks of all time because Eli Manning ain't barely missed a game throughout his whole career. And so his numbers are up there enough to get him in. He's a terrible quarterback. Eli Manning was terrible. I don't care what nobody say. And you want to give Eli Manning credit? Oh, Eli Manning won two Super Bowls. Eli Manning has two of the most amazing passes in NFL history. You can go there. Eli Manning does have two of the most amazing passes in NFL history, according to other people. Not according to me. According to me, that play to Omar Tyree, that was his name, whatever, that play in the Super Bowl, that play that everybody's talking about, one of the greatest passes in football history, Eli Manning was good for getting away. He escaped. He was good for escaping. But that pass wasn't that great, and I, that catch was lucky. Now, that one, the man of him, the second Super Bowl, I've not, that probably was the greatest pass I've ever seen in my fucking life. But Peyton Manning's got some of those. Brett Favre's got some of those. Um, uh, Tom Brady don't got none of those. That's my whole point. Tom Brady don't have none of those spectacular passes where you go like, God damn. Brett Favre got some goddamn. Peyton Manning's got some goddamn. Eli Manning got the goddamnest of goddamn to that pass to Manningham. Like, what the fuck? But um, I don't even see. Tom Brady is the GOAT, and I don't even think he has none of those. Joe Montana is my GOAT. Joe Montana, I put Joe Montana over Tom, um, Tom Brady, and I don't think Joe Montana has any of those either. Joe Montana was just accurate, good passer, but he don't have any of those, like, those goddamns. Like 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 Drew Brees, like Peyton Manning, like Brett Favre. Brett Favre, good lord, Brett Favre. We're gonna talk about him on the flip side because what I'm about to do now, because I feel like I'm about halfway through. So what I'm about to do now is, you know, take my one commercial that I have because I only get one commercial because I don't have sponsors. I need some sponsors. If you own a business like. Give me a holler. I'll give you a commercial right on here. Tell me what it is. But you got to sponsor me. You either got to get me. You got to guarantee me 10 listens. Uh, we'll work a deal out. 
It ain't got to be monetary. If you can guarantee me some listens or guarantee me some uh, feedback or guarantee me that you can fucking um, post me on your Instagram, whatever, we'll, we'll hook it up. But right now, I got to take a commercial and then I'll be right back. I'll see you on the other side. Well, you'll hear me on the other side. I won't see shit. Well, you will when I do YouTube. When I do YouTube, you'll see me. Because I'm going to do a YouTube channel and my podcast is going to be on YouTube pretty soon. So then when I say see you on the other side, I will see you on the other side. But it won't be no other side because I'll just take the commercial right there. So you'll still be seeing me the whole time, but you won't be hearing the podcast. You'll be hearing the commercial. We got to figure this shit out. We got to figure this shit out. But until then, I'm going to commercial break right now and talk to you later. Well, talk to you. I'll be right back. Right back. Okay, so welcome back. And during that whole first segment, the first half of the podcast, I was talking to you about um, how stats don't matter. About that, you know, the stats ain't that big of a deal when it comes to GOAT status. And I explained to you in basketball how the stats don't matter. I gave you some examples of how the stats don't matter. I gave you some examples of how you can taint the stats in basketball because the good players can do whatever they want. You know what I mean? They can, if a good player wants to score 50, they can score 50. They want to get 10 to 5th, they can get 10 to 5th. If they need eight rebounds or they want a triple double, LeBron can get a triple double every night if he wants to. That's not the goal. The goal is to win games, the goal is to win championships. But every, if LeBron wanted to get a triple double every night, he could easily. He can make that happen. You see what I'm saying? The great players can do that. So stats ain't that important in basketball. And then I was talking to you about stats in football, and I was saying how stats in football don't matter that much either. But now I'm going to the opponent of the stats for me. And that's the eye test, okay? And based on the eye test, based on the eye test, and this is going to shock you, but based on the eye test, the greatest basketball player of all time to me is Michael Jordan. The second greatest basketball player of all time to me is Magic Johnson. The third best basketball, greatest basketball player of all time to me is Kobe Bryant. And then fourth, I'll give you LeBron James, even though I think Kevin Durant looks better to me, but Kevin Durant is soft and Kevin Durant's defense is not, it's just not on the level I think it should be as far as his height and what he do. I don't think his defense is on the right level as LeBron. So I'll give LeBron the edge over Kevin Durant. And you know why I picked these players? Because of the eye test. I watch. LeBron James play. I watch Kevin Durant play. I watch Kobe Bryant play. I watch Michael Jordan play, right? And I watch Magic Johnson play. And when I watch Magic Johnson play, I don't care about the stats. I don't care about the numbers. I don't care about what the fuck anybody say. When I watched Magic Johnson play when I was watching the Showtime Lakers, Magic Johnson was doing shit. Unbelievable shit. Them passes, his court vision, the things Magic Johnson did on the court was like unbelievable. And he wasn't that good of a shooter. He wasn't that good of a scorer. But Magic just, uh, oh man. I used to watch Magic and I used to just be like, oh shit. I couldn't believe some of the things that Magic Johnson was doing. And Magic Johnson would have been Number one, Magic Johnson would be the greatest basketball player of all time to me, except for the fact that I could not. It's just when you watch Michael Jordan, you can't, you can't. It's just no way, bro. It's no way. It's like I seen Michael Jordan get steals that I never thought he was even close to. I seen Michael Jordan do some dunks that I was just like, how the fuck? Where the fuck? How the fuck? Like, I don't know. And then and then the, the thing for me, too, was playing, watching these teams play the Bulls, and I'm like, yo, these Knicks. I was like, these Knicks are tough. They're going to rough these Bulls up. And it's like, nope. Nope. You ain't going to fuck Mike up. When Mike started beating the bad boys, when he got Scottie Pippen, it was like, oh, shit, this shit is on. But Mike Mike is the greatest to me because of the simple fact that the killer, the, the just the determination to win, the killer instinct, like, I watched a lot of Bulls games. I watched a lot of the Knicks and the Bulls. I watched a lot of the Pacers and the Bulls. I watched the Bulls and the Bad Boys Pistons. I watched the Bulls when they played them Portland Trailblazers. My Lakers, when they played them Lakers, that first championship, the Lakers wasn't good enough. But I watched the Bulls when they played them Trailblazers, when they played Seattle, when they played them Phoenix Suns. Them Charles Barkley Phoenix Suns was ready for them Chicago Bulls. And it was just Michael Jordan just made, just was determined to win. And you could see it. You can see it. Every time the game was close and they gave Michael Jordan the ball, I was like, oh, shit. 
Oh, shit. When you got a player that you give the ball to, and every time they give him the ball, every time Michael Jordan touched the ball in the fourth quarter and the game was close, I said, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, why y'all let Michael Jordan catch the ball? It was to the point where I was just like, just surround Michael Jordan and let the other team do, let the other players do what the fuck they want. Just don't let Jordan get the ball. You know what I mean? Because it's like, he's going to score. He's going to score. He's going to score. He's going to get to the foul line. He's going to make that three. Whatever Michael Jordan does is going to happen right now. And that's from watching. That's from seeing him do it. That's from not from nobody telling me. That's not from reading his stats. That's not from seeing that he won, that the Bulls won the game and they won the championship. No, that all came from me watching Michael Jordan and seeing this man and seeing what this motherfucker was doing. Seeing how difficult it is. You see what I'm saying? Because there's a difference. You can say, oh my God, Michael Jordan scored 50 points last night, had 10 rebounds. Michael Jordan had a 50-point triple-double or whatever. You can say it. And people be like, damn, them stats is all that. Them stats is vicious. But when you see it, you can see how much greater it is. Because you can see the difficulty in the shots. You can see what happened. You can see how he scored them 50 points. You can see that he crossed over, split a double team, and made a dunk. You can see that he spent the spent the baseline off of somebody. You can see that he made a fadeaway jumper with a hand right in his fucking face. You can see that he fooled the defense on his assist. You can see that he made a bounce pass between a man's legs that you didn't think was going to. You can see with your eyes the the greatness of this man. And so Michael Jordan, based on the eye test, I've never seen nothing like it. I've never seen nothing like Michael Jordan. I never had that kind of fear. I never had that kind of fear. When I was a Lakers fan, I never had that kind of fear. When I watched the Lakers play, it was like when the Lakers was playing, I never had that kind of fear. No, I watched them play the Celtics. I watched the I watched the time Lakers play the Celtics, and I wasn't scared of nobody on that Celtics team. Yeah, Larry Bird was phenomenal. Larry Bird was phenomenal. And here's the funny thing. Speaking of stats about Larry Bird, they put up a stat chart of Larry Bird's stats at 35 and LeBron James' stats at 35. And Larry Bird had better stats than LeBron James at the same age, all around the board, right? But LeBron's way better than Larry Bird, right? LeBron's a a GOAT. Larry Bird is not, he's on the GOAT list, but he's not the GOAT. Larry Bird is not being compared to Michael Jordan as a GOAT, but LeBron is. But at the same age, during the same time, they had almost the same stats. Oh, that's interesting, ain't it? But let me get back to the to, to Michael Jordan. I did not fear Larry Bird. Larry Bird was phenomenal. But when them Lakers played, them Showtime Lakers played, I was like, look, Larry Bird is phenomenal, whatever, but you can get that ball to Magic. Give the ball to Magic. Whatever Larry do, Magic's going to do. So fuck Larry Bird. I ain't scared of him. When I watched Isaiah Thomas and the Bad Boy Pistons, I fucked him. I had Magic. But like I said, when the Lakers played them Bulls in the finals, I was like, Magic, please be Magic. Wave your Magic wand. Get rid of Michael Jordan. No, get rid of Michael Jordan. You know what I'm saying? I was scared of Mike. I was scared of Mike, right? So then that's Mike. So now um, let's go. Who was number seven? I I did Mike and Magic, right? And now I got to say Kobe was my number three because of the simple fact that I watched Michael Jordan and I watched this man. I studied Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was the greatest. I know Michael Jordan's moves. I've seen everything Michael Jordan could do. And frankly, I've seen Kobe Bryant do all of that same shit. I've seen Kobe Bryant do almost all of that same shit. So if Mike is the GOAT and Kobe can do all of that same shit, how is Kobe not? on this GOAT list from me watching him not from the stats not from the numbers from me watching Kobe and saying damn damn Kobe got some shit some shots you watch you go damn Kobe got some shots that people say and then Kobe got guys that said they could guard him guys that anything pushed him poked the bear did all kinds of shit Kobe was just like Mike you gonna say you could guard me what let me show you something Okay, I watched Kobe play, and Kobe was like Mike. Kobe was the closest thing I've ever seen to Michael Jordan. There's nobody else. I'm telling you, when I watch basketball, I watch a lot of basketball. Tell me a shooting guard. If you can name me a shooting guard that, that was close to, closer to Mike than Kobe, nope. Nope. Who's the greatest shooting guard of all time? It's not even, it's not even close, okay? When you say greatest shooting guards of all time, you say Michael Jordan. Then your next number, name is Kobe Bryant. Then maybe you go down the list, you go to oh, Dwayne Wade. I guess Allen Iverson counts as a shooting guard. But, I mean, after, I mean, 
Even Dwayne Wade. I, Dwayne Wade hasn't. Dwayne Wade is good, but not Kobe good. Kobe is the closest thing to Michael Jordan I've ever seen. And Kobe did the same thing. Kobe did the same thing to me. When all them times I was a Lakers fan, even when they had Shaq, when the games was close at the end of the games, I was like, look, fuck Shaq. Because they're going to hack a Shaq. Shaq's going to go to the free throw line. They're going to hack a Shaq. Don't get Shaq the ball. I'll give the ball to Kobe. Kobe was my magic at that time. Kobe's going to win this game. Get a ball to Kobe. Give it to Kobe. Even when, even in 04, when we played those Pistons and they was busting our ass and it was like, yo, I knew we were going to lose that championship. But we couldn't get swept. And in that one game, I was like, yo, yo, the one game we won, Kobe took us the fuck home. And I knew Kobe was going to take us home. When Kobe was mad, when we lost some other games, Kobe was like, we ain't getting swept. Lakers not about to get swept. Kobe took us home. Yeah, we only won one game that series. Yeah, that was a bad final for us. But Kobe, that one game, I knew Kobe wasn't going to lose that shit. Kobe didn't have enough determination. That's what I'm saying about Mike's ahead of Kobe because Mike never lost in the finals. Mike never even won the game seven. I give it to him. Okay, Mike, you got that edge. But Kobe, that one game in that, that finals that we lost to Detroit, he was determined at the end of that game. We not losing this one. Give me that fucking ball. Rip. Rip Hamilton. You dog. You want this shit tonight. You want to get it. Kobe willed us to that one win. But like I said, it's the eye test. It's what I'm seeing. It's not the stats. Because the stats can be tainted. You can have a guy get a lot of numbers up. You know, LeBron has got some triple-doubles numbers up in games that they lost. And it looked bad. Like the other night. Just the other night. Prime example. Just the other night. Prime example. Prime example. Just the other night in the finals was the prime example. The Lakers lost. LeBron James' numbers weren't bad. He had numbers. He had numbers that I can like. Okay, let me put it to you like this. LeBron James' numbers the other night were cool, cool numbers. Good numbers. But they lost the game. And people might say, oh, we lost the game. But look at LeBron's numbers, though. Look at LeBron's numbers, though. Yeah, but if you watch the game, LeBron did not play good. He's got numbers. The stats say that LeBron was good. The stats say it, but LeBron did not play good in that last finals game, and we lost. LeBron didn't play good, okay? Let's just go back. LeBron has a 40-point triple-double in the finals before, in a loss, right? And everybody's like, a 40-point triple-double, man, LeBron was killing it. But if you watch that game, LeBron wasn't killing it. He got a 40-point triple-double because he tried to win that game, but he didn't look good in that game either. That's why they lost. That's why they lost. You see what I'm saying? So LeBron had a 40-point triple-double in a losing effort. And you want to talk about stats? No. Because I watched the game, and LeBron did not play good the other night. LeBron had reasonable numbers, but he didn't play good. They lost because LeBron did not play good in that game. So you can look at the stats all you want, but if you watch the game, you can say, okay, like somebody who saw them numbers, 30 points, 10 rebounds, whatever the case, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, or whatever, triple-double, whatever the numbers are. Somebody see a number, LeBron had 30 points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists, and oh, LeBron had a triple-double, that game was great. Why did they lose? Because LeBron played bad. How LeBron played bad and he had 30? Because you didn't watch the game. You didn't see. LeBron did not pass the eye test. He passed the stat test, which don't mean shit. He did not pass the eye test. Okay? The eye test. And like I said, I'm not putting Kevin Durant over LeBron James on the GOAT list because LeBron plays defense LeBron gets rebounds. LeBron's got more hustle than Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant's a little bitchy. We all know Kevin Durant's a little soft. A little bitchy, a little bit. I don't like that. I don't like that. But offensively, if you watch Kevin Durant play, offensively, Kevin Dur- LeBron James can have 35 points, and Kevin Durant can have 35 points. And I guarantee you, without a shadow of a doubt, Kevin Durant's 35 points will look way better than LeBron. His shots will look better. His driving to the basket will look better. Maybe LeBron might have better dunks. LeBron might have better dunks, but Kevin Durant's going to have the sweeter move. Kevin Durant's going to have the sweeter stroke. Kevin Durant's going to have the better jump shot. Everything about Kevin Durant's 35 points is going to look better than LeBron's. LeBron is going to look like he worked for them 35 points, and Kevin Durant is going to make them 35 points look easy. And that's the eye test. That's the difference. So offensively, Kevin Durant is better than LeBron James no matter how many points LeBron James scored. If they score, if they both score the same amount of points, Kevin Durant's going to look better doing it. 
He just is. It's going to look easier. It's going to look sweeter. That jump shot is going to look better. LeBron is going to have a couple of bounces that go in. Kevin Durant's going to have nothing but nets, buckets, straight up. You know what I'm saying? So if they both score 35 points, who you picking? If Kevin Durant and LeBron James play and they have the same exact stats, who you picking? Who you picking? That's just, that's just facts. Who you picking? If Kevin Durant and LeBron James play in the game and they have the same as X, that's who you picking. You going to pick Kevin Durant. You know why? Because Kevin Durant's going to look better doing what he's doing. He's going to look better. He's going to make it look easier. He's going to just, it's not going to look the same. LeBron's going to look like, yeah, I'm bullying down the lane. I'm hustling. I'm working hard to get these 35 points. And Kevin Durant's going to be like, I can do this while I'm fucking sleep. I can do this while I'm fucking sleep. Because that's how Kevin Durant looks. Kevin Durant looks like he can make buckets in his sleep. LeBron, LeBron never looks good scoring, bro. It looks weird. It doesn't, LeBron doesn't look right scoring. LeBron doesn't have that stroke. LeBron doesn't have, he just, he just, it's, it's not the same. It's just not. And that's what I want to say about Kobe. When I see Kobe do some things, it's just not the same whenever shooting guards do it. It's not the same. It feels different. Kobe feels like he's taking your heart out. Kobe will make a shot that will take your heart out. It feels different. It just feels different. And at the end of the game, I know they say LeBron's more clutch. LeBron's made more clutch buckets, clutch bats. But it looks different. It looks to me, when when they say LeBron looking clutch, it looks timid. It looks fake. It looks like LeBron's just taking a shot because he has to. It don't look like he wants to smoke for real. Kobe, Jordan, Kevin Durant, people like that, it looks like they want that smoke. Even Russell Westbrook, even James Harden, they want that smoke at the end of the game. They want to be the man. They want to hit that shot that takes your fucking heart out. LeBron don't look like that. LeBron looks like if I can pass it to somebody else, I would. LeBron looks like every time LeBron takes a final shot or LeBron is like playing in the fourth quarter clutch time, he looks like he don't want to. He looks like he'd rather not. He looks kind of timid, like, oh, man, I have to. There's nobody else. They're going to talk about me if I don't. That's how LeBron looks. Whereas Kobe... Kobe looks like, yo, I'm going to kill you. Like, fuck that. We're not about to lose this game. No, I'm taking over. I'm doing it. You know what I mean? It's just the facial expression, just the body movement, just the motion, just the way he talks, just the look of disdain. LeBron last smiles. Looks like he loves his opponent. Kobe looks like, ew, like I hate you. Kobe looks like how I look at my ex-wife. Like, oh, God, what was I thinking? What the fuck was going on? Like, Kobe looks like he wants you dead in real life. He looks like he wants you dead. Same thing with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was, give me the ball. I'm about to show these motherfuckers. Like, I'm about to show off. That's It's just different. It just looks different to me. And that's, that's where I'm at with the basketball. That's where I'm at with the eye test. That's why I said Kevin Durant. I mean, uh, that's why I said, like, Tim Duncan is, is believed to be the greatest point power forward of all time. And I would pick Kevin Garnett over him because Kevin Garnett looks better doing it. Kevin Garnett looks like he wants to do it. Yeah, Tim Duncan make it, makes it look effortlessly, but he don't, he don't, he don't look like he wanted to. Tim Duncan looked like he was playing for a paycheck. Yeah, the big fundamental. They called him the big fundamental, but sometimes you got to take the fundamentals out the door. Sometimes you got to go wow. You got to look wow. Like, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Kevin, Kevin Garnett looks better doing what he does than Tim Duncan did. And that's just how I go with it. So, Kevin Garnett, to me, is better than Tim Duncan. Fuck your stats. Fuck your championships. For real. Because, I mean, fuck your championships. Now, championships go a long way. I didn't say championships. We're not arguing about championships versus look test. We're just arguing about stats. Championships, different story. Championships, we can can argue about that another day. Now, let's go to football. Let's go to football. So, Tom Brady is the GOAT. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Tom Brady got all the stats to make him the GOAT. Cool. GOAT. Cool. But, when I watch Tom Brady play, Tom Brady makes all of the fundamental throws that any quarterback can make. Yeah, Tom Brady's better at it. Yeah, he's more accurate with it. Yeah, he's won more games, but it's a system situation. Just like Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb under Andy Reid looked like a superstar, but he wasn't. 
It was a system situation. Donovan McNabb was put in position to win games. Donovan McNabb was put in position to complete passes. You know, and Donovan McNabb had moves. He could move his feet and stuff. But sometimes Donovan McNabb threw the ball in the dirt. Donovan McNabb threw some stupid passes, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just saying, when you look at Donovan McNabb, he had a lot of stats. He had some good games and stuff like that. But he was put in position to do it. Tom Brady looks like the fundamental drop back hit. Hit him here, hit him there, quarterback. And people call him the GOAT because he's won a lot of games. People call him the GOAT because he got a lot of stats. People call him the GOAT because he got a lot of championships. But Tom Brady, to me, I don't. He's just not my GOAT because of my eye test. If I had a choice between watching Tom Brady play and a choice between watching Joe Montana play, I'm watching Joe Montana. If I had a choice between... It is, and you know what? It's not even funny. It's not even funny, but this is the truth. I would rather watch Brett Favre play than Tom Brady. And we know on the GOAT list, Brett Favre, ain't, he's on the GOAT list, but he ain't up there with Tom Brady. It's, it's, it's Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, top three. Drew Brees, four. And then you can go from there. Maybe you can put, uh, maybe you can put Brett Favre there. But I promise you that I've watched Brett Favre Far throw some balls that Tom Brady could never throw. And they say, oh, Tom Brady can make all the throws? Yeah, no, he can't. No way. I saw Brett Favre make some throws that I don't think anybody can make. Brett Favre would be way higher up on the GOAT list if he wasn't stupid. And they call that intangibles. And intangibles ain't a stat. Intangibles is what you know how to do. It's not a stat. They call that intangibles. Brett Favre was just a little stupid. He's a little stupid. He was a risk taker and he was stupid. You know, a lot of them interceptions was dumb. A lot Brett Favre threw a lot of interceptions because he was stupid. Brett Favre, Brett Favre thought in his head he can complete any pass on the planet. And sometimes his judgment was just, just bad. But had Brett Favre just calmed down or had Brett Favre been in a system like Tom Brady with a coach like Belichick been in a system where if this is how we do it, check, check. Check. This is the pass. This is the pass. This is the pass. Brett Favre would have been. Oh man, Brett Favre would have probably made the goat list. He'd probably be number one on the goat because, like I said, Brett Favre can do some, make some passes that I'm not sure anybody else on the planet can do. Aaron Rodgers, maybe, maybe Patrick Mahomes now, but other than Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, maybe John Elway, maybe John Elway. But Brett Favre have had an arm that can do some shit that like nobody could do. That's the eye test. That's what I saw him do. You might see Brett Favre had a three-touchdown game, three touchdowns, three interceptions. You might be like, damn, Brett, that was kind of a bad game. But if you watch the game, it was like, wow, some of them passes were like, oh, yeah, Brett Favre played good, the three interceptions, dumb shit, but he played good. And interceptions are a tainted stat, too, because the simple fact of the matter is a lot of the interceptions are the fault of the receiver. If a receiver gets the ball on his hands and he tips it and the defender catches it, who, who, whose fault is that? But if you don't watch the game, and you read the stat line, Brett Favre had three interceptions. Brett Favre had three interceptions, and you all oh, Brett Favre threw three interceptions today. Yeah, and all three of those interceptions could have been off the hands of receivers. Or those three interceptions could have been because the receiver ran the wrong route, and it was clear. Because sometimes it's crystal clear that the receiver ran the wrong route. And now Brett Favre got an interception. That's not the case, though, with Brett Favre. Brett Favre just throw the ball anywhere. He didn't give a fuck. Triple coverage. And when he completes it, it's like, God damn. And when it's intercepted, it's like, what the fuck were you doing? You know what I mean? Because that's how it go with Brett. That's how it go with Brett. But Brett Favre, clearly, uh, to me, a better thrower of the football than, than Tom Brady. Brett Favre, a better mover than Tom Brady. Brett Favre used to run back in the day a little bit, move. Oh, John Elway, definitely. John Elway was definitely a better runner. Steve Young, oh, man. Steve Young, people like that. Oh, shit. Who you talking? What you what you talking about? John Elway used to get out with that ball. John Elway was very very mobile. John Elway should be on the goat list too. He's up there. Here's the other thing. Watch that. Okay, so stats is important, but the odds are not. Look at um look at Dan Marino. Dan Marino ain't win no championships. Okay, and Dan Marino has stats, but Dan Marino's stats have gotten surpassed by now. You know his stats are bad. So why is he still kind of like up there on the goat list? Because people watched him play. 
You feed Dan Marino, and Dan Marino threw a pretty ball, baby. Dan Marino probably threw the sexiest passes in, in the NFL. Them balls was pretty. Dan Marino had some pretty balls, and you go by that because you saw it. So you don't go by stats. You can look at Dan Marino Stanley. Like, oh, that was cool. But if you saw the game, you're like, man, god damn, you saw the spirals? Dan Marino threw a pretty-ass ball. You know what I'm saying? So when you look at stats, you're like, damn, them stats is tainted. Because stats don't mean nothing because stats don't pass the eye test. For my eye test, I would go, I would go, Peyton Manning, to me, is the greatest quarterback of all time. Peyton Manning is the GOAT. Now, they know they say Peyton Manning is not the GOAT because Peyton Manning didn't win enough championships. Peyton Manning didn't win enough playoff games. Peyton Manning had some bad games, blah, blah, blah. Yaggity, smackity, whatever. But Peyton Manning is the best quarterback I've ever seen in my life watching football. Not going off stats, not going off championships, just watching football. Peyton Manning looks way... If Peyton Manning and Tom Brady had the same stats, Peyton Manning would look better doing it. That's all I'm saying. Peyton Manning would look better doing it. Brett Favre would look better doing it, but like I said, the man was dumb. But Brett Favre would have looked better doing it. Brett Favre was smart enough, just, 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 just calm down. He would look better doing it. You know what I mean? Dan Marino, if Dan Marino could have just got some championships, he would probably be the GOAT. If he could have just got some championships under his belt, we would probably be mentioning him a little bit more. Probably be mentioning him a little bit more. Because Dan Marino, man, he threw some passes too. But but for far as I'm concerned, I got to go Peyton Manning because Peyton Manning is the best I ever see do it. And then I got to go, go Tom Brady just because of the longevity, the fundamentals and all that. But it ain't stats. Stats don't have nothing to do with it. It's just from me watching these guys play and watching football and watching Drew Brees, okay? Watching Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, if people would mention Aaron Rodgers as being one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And he ain't one but one Super Bowl, and he ain't that great. You know why they mention him? Because it's not about stats. It's about just watching his ability, just seeing what he can do on that field, watching him, I, seeing Aaron Rodgers complete these passes. Seeing Aaron Rodgers throw some of these balls. You know what I mean? Just just watching, yo. The eye test. The eye test. And for me, the eye test is better. So I'm going to go. I, I'm saying the Peyton Manning's greatest quarterback I've ever seen. Peyton Manning, Joe Montana. Um, and then and then, and then then I'll go. Uh, I'll, I can say Tom Brady. So for me, Peyton Manning's number one. Joe Montana's number two. Then Tom Brady. And that's just from me watching football. I watched Peyton Manning. I was not a Colts fan. I was a Redskins fan, but I watched Colts games just to see Peyton Manning. I hated the Packers, but I watched Green Bay games just to see Brett Favre. I watched Dolphin games just to see Dan Marino. I don't watch Patriots games to see Tom Brady. I don't even want to see Tom Brady because Tom Brady, to me, is not going to do nothing spectacular. Tom Brady's going to hit all of the passes that he's supposed to hit. Tom Brady's going to be accurate. Tom Brady's going to win, and I don't want to watch that shit. I want to watch Peyton Manning go up to that line, and I want to watch see what kind of passes Peyton Manning will do. I want to see Peyton Manning complete a 50-yard over-the-shoulder pass to Marvin Harrison that the defender didn't even see. That's the kind of shit I like. I like to see Brett Favre throw a touchdown pass to Antonio Freeman with three guys in his face and the ball travels like 70 yards down the field and Brett Favre's not even looking. Not even looking. Just throw it up there. Know his man is there. That's what I want to see. I want to see Aaron Rodgers run to the left side of the field and throw the ball all the way across his body to the right side of the field right into somebody's hands on the sideline. Perfect. That's the kind of shit that I want to see. That's not what Tom Brady going to give you. Tom Brady ain't even going to attempt those passes. See what I'm saying? Tom Brady won't even attempt those passes. And we want to call him the GOAT? We want to call him the GOAT? He ain't my GOAT. He can be y'all GOAT. He got GOAT championships. He got GOAT stats. But my eye test tells me something different. And that's all I'm saying. My eye test tells me something different. And y'all want to give Eli credit? Y'all want to put Eli in the Hall of Fame? Y'all want to say Eli's a good quarterback? I watched Eli play. Eli's not a good quarterback. I don't care about them two spectacular passes. You know what I'm saying? What did they say? Even uh, every dog gets a bone once in a while, a retarded dog or something, a dumb dog gets a bone once in a while or some shit. That's how I feel about Eli. Watching Eli Manning play because my team is in the NFC East, so I saw a lot of Giants games. Watching Eli play was terrible. 
Watching Eli play was terrible. Eli didn't get interceptions like how Brett Favre got him because Brett Favre didn't give a fucking even seen the ball. Eli got interceptions because Eli was... <laughs> Eli stinks, bro. Eli Manning is not good. He's not like his brother, not like Peyton. He's not like Peyton. Not at all. Like they are night and day, night and day, night and day, whole night and day, night and day. That's Eli and Peyton because I don't get it. I don't even know how they related. I don't know why Peyton Manning didn't just like call Eli and be like, yo, what the fuck, bro? You embarrassing me. The fuck's wrong with you? Like if I was if I was Eli brother and I was Peyton, I'd be like, yo, 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 yo. Can you put a different name on your back of your jersey? Cause um, me and Dad was watching and we don't like this shit, yo. We don't we don't want you representing. You know what I mean? But Peyton was a good brother. He was proud of Eli. He was a good brother. He was proud of Eli. He loved him. He gave him props all the time. But you know what I mean? Uh, the uh, Eli does not pass the eye test. He might pass the stat test to get into the Hall of Fame. He do not pass the eye test. Neither do Donovan McNabb. Donovan McNabb don't pass the eye test. A lot of them games they lost. I'm like, Donovan, where the fuck is you throwing this ball? Donovan McNabb, what, what the fuck are you doing when you watch the game? Okay, Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers passed the eye test all the time. They ain't winning shit. You know what I mean? But Phillip Rivers passed the eye test. He passed the eye test for me. I like Phillip Rivers. I like watching him play. He's exciting. He gets it. He wants to win. But, I mean... And he and he gets the stats, but Philip Rivers ain't making no goat list. But for me, it's more of the eye test than it is the stats for Philip Rivers. It's more of the eye test than it is the stats. I like watching Philip Rivers play. I like his enthusiasm. I like him. I like how he throws the ball. I like Philip Rivers. I, I'm. It's exciting. It's just like Brett Favre. Brett Favre is exciting. He might not win the game. He might throw four interceptions, but I'm excited to watch Brett Favre play. It's the eye test, and that's what I go with. You can have all the stats in the world, but how did you get those stats? And then football numbers can always be tainted. If you, like I said, Emmitt Smith ran all those yards, and I watched a lot of Cowboys games in the NFC. I ain't seen nothing spectacular about Emmitt. I see Emmitt know how to hit a hole. I see Emmitt know how to break through a hole, and Emmitt had some breakaway speed once he got through the hole. But I saw Barry Sanders get same yards Emmitt got with no hole. I saw Barry Sanders get same yards Emmitt got when he first gets the ball, and there's three defenders in the backfield already. Five yards behind the line of scrimmage, and there's already three guys that he's got to avoid to get any fucking positive yards. I watched Walter Payton put moves on motherfuckers on the sideline that I was just like, I'm watching him, and I know he's getting tackled. I'm seeing guys come for him, and I'm like, they're going to tackle him. There's no way he comes out of this, okay? When I see shit like that, I know that Barry Sanders is better than Emmitt Smith no matter what the numbers tell me. I know Walter Payton is better than Emmitt Smith no matter what these numbers tell me. I'm looking at Walter Payton do shit that I know Emmitt ain't doing, that I know Emmitt can't do. You see what I'm saying? Even with the wide receivers, you know Randy Moss is catching shit that other wide receivers can't catch. Jerry Rice was perfect. Jerry Rice was perfect. He ran perfect routes. He, he, he just knew how to catch the ball. You just see it. It was just sweet. It just looked easy for Jerry Rice. Okay, then you got guys like Odell Beckham that that makes these kind of catches that you never that that guys don't make. You're just like, wow. Odell Beckham only had four catches today, but goddamn, did you see him? Did you see the four catches that Odell had? He passed in the eye test, but I don't care about the stats. He didn't have a good game. He only had four catches for 62 yards. But did you see two of them catches? Those two catches was great fucking catches. What are you talking about? This guy's awesome. You know what I mean? So, like I said, stats don't mean as much to me as the eye test. Winning means a lot, too, when you're talking about the GOAT, because you can't you can't be considered a GOAT without winning, but winning can be tainted. Stats can be tainted, too. If you have a, if you, even if you have a team that's, coming, that's playing from behind all the time, their quarterback is always going to have a lot of passing yards because he's got a pass because they're playing from behind. If you got a team that doesn't have a good running game, yeah, their quarterback of that team is going to have a lot of passing yards. It's all stats are always tainted some kind of way. But watching the motherfucker play, seeing what he did with your own eyes, you can never taint that. You can never taint that. So for me, the eye test is more important than stats. And if you still want to go by stats, that's on you. I don't care. You have your opinion, you have your right. 
But for me, I'm going with the eye test. So, based on the eye test, my greatest of all time basketball, like I said, Michael Jordan told you why. Magic Johnson told you why. Kobe Bryant told you why. And then LeBron. And then Kevin Durant and LeBron can have a little argument about it. Then you got your Kareem's, your Isaiah Thomas's, your Shaquille O'Neal's, Tim Duncan's. You can go. You got whatever. Whatever. Football, I got Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, and then, uh, and then, wait, yeah, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, and then, see, I almost even forgot the motherfucker's name. That's how much I, you know, Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, and then Tom Brady, and then, um, and then I'm gonna go Dan Marino. He ain't win no championships, but I gotta go Dan Marino because Dan Marino just had the, uh, that pretty ball. And then I go, and then like John Elway. And then, and then you got yeah, Brett Favre, and then you go down from there. Eli Manning ain't up there. <laughs> Eli is not up there, and neither is your boy Donovan McNabb. No, he's not up there. And Philip Rivers, all the stats in the world, you can't, you can't put him up there. I got, oh, Drew Brees. Drew Brees can go up there. Aaron Rodgers just, he can go. Nah, I'm, I'm not ready for Aaron Rodgers yet. I'm not ready, not ready. Not ready for Aaron Rodgers yet. But there you go. My eye test is better than stats. And I think I just proved it to you. And if I didn't, oh well, so what? I tried. But now that's going to be the end of my podcast episode. Thank you for listening. And um, if you got a business and you want to be a sponsor, just let me know, bro. I'm, wait, I'm looking for commercials. I'm looking for sponsors. We'll figure out the deal. It don't got to be money. It could be anything. You can guarantee me listeners. You can put me on Instagram. You can do a live stream with me, whatever. We can figure something out. Okay, and for all you listening out there, thank you for listening. You've been faithful. Um, tell your mom, still tell your friends, tell the roaches, tell the mice, tell everybody you know, tell everybody you see, tell strangers, tell babies, whoever you want, tell them to listen to the Lisbeth podcast. Once again, I am your host, Tyrone, and you'll hear from me next time. And when the YouTube shit goes down, you'll see me soon. I know some of y'all want to see me. Most of y'all know what I look like. Most of my listeners are people I know. So most of y'all know what I look like, but for yours that don't, I mean, for yours that don't, for yours. For those that don't know what I look like, you might be a little disappointed. <laughs> you might be a little disappointed, but guess what? My dad always told me that, uh, oh, I'm sorry about that. That was a little hiccup. But my dad always told me that it's better to be ugly and know it than to be ugly and don't know it. And that's the lesson of the day. And this is the Lisbon Podcast. Thank you for listening. Good night.